Welcome to Empowered Radio. I am your host, Emma Montgomery, an online nutrition and fitness coach and creator of Shred Within. Each week, we'll talk all things nutrition, training, and mindset. You'll be able to take my tips and strategies and apply what you learn to see results with both your body and your mind. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back, and thank you for um, tuning in today. I know it's been a couple weeks since I have had an episode out. It has been crazy the last couple of weeks um, for me, so I appreciate you guys for hanging in there and being patient with me um, and getting a new episode out today. So happy Friday. Today, we are going to talk all about protein, why we need it, what it does. We're going to talk about some myths with protein benefits, some different protein sources, how you can increase your protein in your diet and why you need to. Um, So all of the things. So again, this is one of those episodes you might want to jot down some notes, um, but we are just going to jump right in. So everybody knows what protein is. Um, It is one of the macronutrients. So one of the three, there's protein, fat, and carbs. So protein is involved in the repair and rebuilding of tissue, hormones, your immune system. So super important in the body. Um, It is worth four calories per gram and protein is needed for several reasons. So we'll just kind of run through um, the super important things and what it does. So uh, we need protein to synthesize muscle protein, skeletal and connective tissue. So when you think like bones, ligaments, cartilage, um, neurotransmitters, enzymes, so things like antibodies. And we also need protein to transport other types of protein in the body. So um, our bodies can only produce 12 amino acids, so non-essential amino acids, um, which means that we need to consume the other eight amino acids from our food so that we make sure that we are obtaining a full amino acid profile. So again, super important in the body um, because it does build and sustain muscle tissue, which um, I know I've talked a lot about. And when we talk about dieting, this is where most people miss the boat. So when you have people that will calorie count and they're not um, really paying attention to where their calories are coming from, they just know that they have an allotted amount of calories Typically, when they start counting macros and they start being more aware of where their calories are coming from, they'll look and they'll say, oh my goodness, I am taking in next to no protein. So um, when you're doing that while you're dieting, you are you know, really running the risk of when you're losing weight, you're also probably burning through muscle tissue if you're not eating enough protein. So again, we want to... Um, When we diet, we want to make sure that we're working towards fat loss. And again, I know I've talked about this a million times, but really making sure that you're eating an adequate amount of protein is how you are going to hold on to that muscle tissue when you're in a dieting phase. So again, if you're, you know, just losing weight and counting calories and not eating enough protein, you could be losing muscle tissue, tissue in general, you know, fat, water, all of that stuff. Whereas if you're eating an adequate amount of protein, the likelihood of burning through, you know, a lot of muscle, muscle tissue then is far less greater than if you're eating, you know, next to no protein in your diet. So 
Again, super, super important. Um, it's also really important to have a higher um, protein intake as we age because with aging, obviously, um, there's muscle loss, you know, bone loss, things like that. So keeping protein high as we age is really, really important as well. So benefits of a higher protein diet or just protein in general. Um, so again, it is what sustains muscle mass. Um, it helps with satiety. So it will keep you feeling fuller longer. Um, so if you're somebody that you notice that you're overly hungry and you train really frequently, you might need a higher protein intake um, than your body weight. So you might, instead of you know being at the one gram per pound, you might bump up to 1.2 grams per pound so that it helps with satiety. Um, it also has a higher thermic effect um, in terms of, so it burns more calories during digestion than carbs or fat. So um, it's got a higher thermic effect of food than either of those two. Now, when we talk about requirements of protein in the body, um, again, I know I've talked about this on several different podcasts, but if you are going to be counting macros or counting calories, I highly suggest, even if you don't focus on um, carbs or fat, that you really focus on protein um, and your overall calorie intake. So for protein requirements, I would say anywhere from 0.8 to 1.2 grams per pound of body weight. Now, if you are obese, I would say shoot for um, your goal body weight in grams as your goal. So um, maybe your goal body weight is 140 pounds. You might start with your goal being 140 grams of protein. Um, but for, you know, anyone else, I would say 0.8 to one gram per pound is going to be just fine. If you want to shoot for the higher end and go to the 1.2 grams per pound, totally fine doing that. There is no harm in doing that whatsoever. Um, especially, like I said, if you notice that you're overly hungry um, and it helps with satiety, you're somebody that trains a lot. So it might be more helpful to bump up um, just slightly in the protein intake. Now we're going to talk about a couple of, well, there's a few myths um, surrounding protein and what's true, not true, and, and those good things. So um, it's only for bodybuilders. Not true, obviously. I just listed off all of the benefits of um, what it's used for in the body. So everyone needs protein, not just bodybuilders. Even if you don't work out, you still need protein. So again, it serves um, a really important role in the body in terms of repairing and rebuilding tissue, hormones, your immune system, all that good stuff. So everyone needs protein. Again, it's not just for people that lift weights. Um Another one is too much protein will make you bulky. Not true. Um, really, if too much, too many calories is what makes you bulky. So um, if you're eating in a calorie surplus, so you're taking in more calories than you're burning, that's when you'll gain weight and get, I'm doing the air quotes here, bulky. Um, so it's not because it's protein. It's because it's too many calories in general. Um, now, I will say too much protein um, if you're having digestive stress, could be causing that. But in terms of weight gain, no. Only if you're in a calorie surplus. Um, it's bad for your kidneys. This one I hear a lot. And this um, is not the case 
only if you are someone who has underlying kidney issues would this be the case. So if you are just, you know, the average normal human with no underlying medical issues, no kidney issues, you're fine with eating a higher protein diet. And when I say a higher protein diet, I mean that 0.8 to 1, 1. 1.2 grams per pound. Um, that it's a good source of energy. So it's not, um, again, protein super important in the body. Um, and it does lots of important things, but being an energy source is not one of them. So carbohydrates is actually the body's, um, number one form in terms of, um, energy source, then it would be fat. So protein's actually the last on that list. Um, and this is why when people shoot for like super high protein diets, um, I would say this is the only time it's not as beneficial because unless you really just enjoy eating super high, like over your um, body weight going up to like the 1.2, 1.5 grams per pound, it's not really necessary because protein is not going to be stored for um, later use for energy like carbohydrates would. So instead of adding those extra calories to protein, I would put them to carbs so that again, they could be stored um, as energy for, for use for later. Um, so protein again is not going to be a great energy source. It's actually going to be dead last in terms of the three macros. Um, let's see that you can't get enough protein on a plant by plant-based diet. So, uh, this is not true there. Now it is more challenging and more difficult, but it is still possible to eat, um, a higher protein diet on a plant-based diet. Now, with that said, people who are plant-based will have a little bit lower protein goal, especially when I'm setting macros for um, clients in the shred. Um, if you are plant-based, you're not likely going to be at that 1 to 1.2 grams per pound. You're going to be probably the 0.7 to 0.8 um, and depending on where, you know, you are currently with your protein intake, it might be set a little bit lower until you can work up to that more optimal range. So again, um, it, but it is very possible. It's, you just have to be a little more strategic. And then um, that your body can only absorb so much protein in one meal. So um, I used to see this all the time where people would say, um, and I can't even remember the range if it was like 25 or 30 grams in one sitting. And so then you sit there and think, okay, so then what does your body do with the rest of it? Does it just not count? Your body doesn't absorb it. And where people get that confused is if you're eating 40 grams of protein in a sitting, um, only so much of that can be used for muscle protein synthesis at one time. It's not that your body doesn't absorb it. So it will definitely absorb it and it knows that it's calories that it's taking in. So it's not like it doesn't count. It just only so much is going to be used for muscle protein synthesis in one sitting. And that might be anywhere from like 25 to 40 grams or, you know, something like that, depending on the person. Um, so again, it, it definitely all gets absorbed. Just so much of it is going to be used for muscle protein synthesis um, in that sitting. Now, um, some questions on, do you need a protein supplement? So do you have to use protein powder? Should you use protein powder? The answer is no, you don't need it. Now, will it help you from a convenience standpoint? 
Yes, very likely. So if you are someone who struggles to meet their protein requirement regularly, I would say, yes, a protein powder is going to be very beneficial for you. Um, If you are someone who isn't able to cook as often, um, meal prep as often as you would like, protein powder would definitely be um, a great option for you. Uh, If you're somebody that travels a lot and maybe you are in your car a lot for work, um, you have a long commute, a protein shake is, you know, likely going to be far easier for you to just shake up and drink on your way, you know, for breakfast rather than trying to eat a meal. Um, So again, if you're in your car a lot or you travel a lot for work, protein powder is a great option um, to supplement with. Um, If you are someone who works and doesn't have time for like sit down meals. So if you work in a hospital, you're a school teacher and your lunch breaks are limited, things like that. Um, A protein shake is going to be your best friend, very likely. Um, Maybe you're somebody that just enjoys, and this is me, protein shakes, protein waffles, protein desserts, protein fluff. Um, There's so many things that you can do with a protein powder. So if you are someone who just enjoys stuff like that, then again, protein powder is an amazing um, way to supplement and get more protein into your diet. Um, Some ways to increase protein, because I get this question every time uh, the shred starts, because again, what happens is people start being more aware of you know, where their food and calories are coming from. And when they look and they're like, oh man, I'm struggling to hit my protein intake. What can I eat? What can I do? So some ways that you can increase your protein. The first one that I always suggest, because this is far easier to do than adding in other things, is look at your meals and increase your protein portion sizes first. So if you're having four ounces of chicken, Just bump that up to five or six. That's the easiest way to increase it right off the bat. Uh, The next one, obviously, supplement with a protein powder um, is going to be a super easy way. Um, This one is where I see most people missing the boat. And um, I feel like for whatever reason, this is like the hardest one to get protein in. But most people's breakfast doesn't include protein. So making sure that all your meals include protein. So Um, When you're thinking breakfast, you can add egg whites or protein powder to oatmeal. You can have Greek yogurt. You can have cottage cheese and add some fruit to either of those. Turkey bacon, turkey sausage, um, egg white omelet, eggs. So just thinking of ways um, that you can incorporate protein into your breakfast because a lot of people, again, their breakfast doesn't include any um, or very little. And then the last one I've got here is, um, you know, going back to making sure that your all of your meals include protein. So the easiest way to do this, I think, is um, look at how many meals you're going to have during the day. So if you're somebody that you know you're going to have four meals, so maybe it's three meals. So you've got breakfast, lunch and dinner and then a big dessert, something like that or a snack. Um, So I would take the number of meals that you're going to have and divide that. I'm sorry, take your goal for protein and divide that by the number of meals that you're going to have. So let's say that your protein goal is 120 grams and you know that you're going to have four meals. I would shoot to have 30 grams of protein in each of those meals. That way, you know that you have that knocked out first. Um, So when you are pre-planning your day of eating, so I would sit down, 
today and plan for tomorrow. And you can plug in what you know, protein source wise, what you're going to have. So plug in all your protein first and then add in your starches, your fruits, your veggies, carbs, fat, all that good stuff. So um, I think that's the easiest way uh, to increase protein hands down. Um, And then to touch on some protein sources uh, for anybody that eats meat. (laughs) So I would say um, chicken, lean turkey, lean beef, tuna, fish, shrimp, um, eggs, egg whites, yogurt, cottage cheese, whey protein powder. Um, If you're plant-based, things like quinoa, edamame, seeds, uh, beans, lentils, chickpeas, vegan protein powders, um, all of those are going to be helpful in reaching your protein goal. So, um, yeah, that's all I've got on the protein part. I know that's a lot to take in, but I think it's going to be helpful for those of you that, especially those of you that are newer to counting macros and tracking your protein, or if you've never um, tracked your protein, I think this is going to be extremely beneficial for you. Um, Last note before I sign off, today the Empowered Nutrition Whey Protein Cake Batter is launching. Um, It is coming out at noon Eastern Standard Time. So um, yeah, if you are someone who needs a protein supplement to add to your diet to increase your protein goal, I would hands down recommend grabbing some when that launches at noon. It is only 90 calories, 20 grams of protein, no added sugars, no fat, one gram of carbs. Um, It is super tasty. I love it. Obsessed with the flavor. You can bake with it. You can um, make protein desserts, protein waffles, pancakes, all of the things. So I will link that in the description for you guys. But that's all I've got for you today. So again, I hope it was helpful. Um, If you found value in the episode, I always appreciate when you share it on social media. Make sure you tag me if you do. So thank you guys for tuning in and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Empowered Radio. If you enjoyed the episode or found value in it, could you do me two quick favors? One, take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tag me in it so I can say thanks. And two, could you subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star rating and review in iTunes? It would mean the world to me. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you in the next episode.